Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R True Off My Chest, where OP's affair completely ruins his life. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I'm a 45-year-old man, and I cheated on my wife, who's 41. It changed her fundamentally. She's always been this bubbly and cheerful woman with her beautiful smile never leaving her face. She makes everything better and has the ability to make people happy around her wherever she goes. Now, she's distant, silent, and I haven't seen her smile since it happened a year ago. When we got back together after a small break, she told me that she was fully aware about our declining love life and her role in that. She said that she didn't know if or when she could ever sleep with me again. She said that she couldn't handle the pressure of needing to heal fast to not lose me again for me to not cheat again. So she said that I could still sleep with the other woman. She just doesn't want to know when and not in our home. I hate myself for what she's become, like a broken bird. When I talk to her about divorce, her tears just start pouring and she asks if I don't love her anymore. But I do. More than anything, but I want to set her free. But her tears, I can't. The only thing she hasn't changed is her kiss in the morning. She wakes up very early and before leaving, she kisses me goodbye and whispers, I love you. I pretend that I'm sleeping. When I hear the door lock, I break down crying. I cry for a good hour before it's time for me to go to work too. I hate myself every day for what I've done to her. Sucks, OP. I would feel pity for you, but I don't pity cheaters. Our next Reddit post is from Difficult Figure. 
I had surgery that had to be performed with partial anesthesia, and I received propofol plus fentanyl for sedation and relaxation. However, I did not react too well to propofol. Instead of it sedating me, it made me talkative and euphoric with basically zero inhibitions. It's sort of like being drunk, but much, much stronger by far. I remember everything that happened. I even remember what I dreamed about when I nodded off occasionally. I was talking about ridiculous stuff. It was totally embarrassing behavior, and I grabbed my surgeon's butt and grabbed her boob. The memories slowly came back after the surgery, and I'm so embarrassed I could kill myself. I feel disgusted, like a predator, like a low-level human. I'm literally so ashamed that I just want to die. I asked the doctors if what I think happened really happened in the end, but they said that I was just asleep. I could tell from her gaze that she was lying in order for me to not feel embarrassed. I'm losing my mind! I wish I had chosen general anesthesia instead of listening to the doctors and choose partial anesthesia. The worst part of all this is that I can't even apologize. Down in the comments, Avatar Deng says, I was under conscious sedation, I think ketamine or something, while my doctors had to reset my broken leg. I was convinced I was screaming, like full-on horror movie screaming for an hour, yelling at the doctors, telling them how much pain I was in. It was so vivid. The other thing I remember was not being able to move, like a coma patient being fully aware but not able to do anything about it. When I fully woke up, I asked my doctors if I was screaming. They said that I never made a single noise and that everything was perfectly fine. They even looked concerned when I told them that I thought that I was screaming the entire time. So honestly, it could very well be a hallucination. Okay, so back when I was in college and I drank way more than I should have, there was one night where I drank to the point where I was blackout drunk. I could swear that during this fiasco, I grabbed another dude's nuts. And when I woke up, I apologized to the guy. But the guy said, what? You never grabbed my nuts. What are you talking about? And to this day, I literally still don't know if it happened. And he said that it didn't happen because he was trying to avoid an awkward situation with another dude, which is understandable. Or if it didn't happen and I just drunkenly dreamed slash imagined it and I just convinced myself that I did. But it felt so real. I could, I could still imagine the guy's nuts in my hands, man. Also, geez, we have on the other end of the spectrum a post from Morpheus MD. Dude, don't worry about it. I'm an anesthesiologist. I see people disinhibited every single day. I've had patients try to kiss me, patients grab at my crotch, patients say wildly inappropriate things, patients cuss at me, patients get violent, and patients try to bite me. I had a patient start writing in their own blood on the sheets. We don't take it personally. We know the drugs that we give you cause people to behave strangely, and mostly we just laugh about it. Odds are good that they're going to be laughing at your story for years. Minus the identifying information, of course. Don't sweat it, dude. Our next Reddit post is from Character Fortune. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and my husband is 34. We have two beautiful children, ages 5 and 8. My husband is a cop, and as such, works long stretches of time. When he's home, he doesn't have the bandwidth to be a husband or a father, and mostly sits in his computer chair, drinks, and watches TikTok. Holding a conversation with him is nearly impossible. I can see the pain in his eyes anytime he has to interact with me. The last good thing we had together was passionate hugging. 
Yesterday, he decided last minute not to come to a birthday party with us because I was being annoying for asking him if I could have one Saturday a month to myself. He rolled his eyes and said, I don't want to talk about this right now. I ended up taking both kids myself to the birthday party, which is always sketchy because our son has autism and tends to wander. About 15 minutes into the party, sure enough, my son bolted. I had to call 911. The birthday party turned into a search party. It was an absolute mess. I was an emotional train wreck. Thank God we found him, about a 45 second walk from the building we were in. When my husband caught wind of what happened, he called me a slew of names and then told me that until you get your act together, he wouldn't passionately hug me. My love language is physical touch, so he knows how much this hurts me. He's already taken affection away. No more spontaneous kisses, no compliments, no tucking my hair behind my ears and kissing my neck. So now, no passionate hugging too. Last night, I think that he was dreaming because he pulled me onto him and I could feel his standard issue sidearm poking me in the butt and he put his hands down my pants. I whispered, what about your boundary? And he said, oh, okay, you don't have to if you don't want to. Then he turned over. I asked when we could passionately hug again, and he said, when I earn it. I asked how I can earn it, and he said, by not being a B-word to me and watching your kids. Yo, geez, I'm sorry this is lengthy. I'm in so much pain. How starved can a person be? No intimacy for who knows how long. Oh, man. Oh, geez. I'm looking at this edit. OP posted a long edit that's even longer than the original post, and it's literally just her defending her husband. It's her defending her husband and saying that she's not the victim. So, unfortunately, I think that OP isn't in a mental state at the moment to receive the good advice that people on Reddit and YouTube are trying to give her, but... You know, I'll give it a shot, just because hopefully some of this will come through, but I doubt that it'll stick. OP, your husband is completely checked out. He's not interested in you. He's not interested in your kids. He doesn't really seem to be interested in anything except for TikTok and being on his own. So, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's cheating or if he's just depressed or what, but your husband isn't really a husband anymore. He's just a pseudo-horny roommate. And to be clear, OP, yes, your husband is a butthole, and yes, you are a victim. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, but still, you need a reality check, girl. I'm giving your husband 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Not only is withholding affection super abusive, but if he had done what he had supposed to do in the first place, then your son wouldn't have gone missing because you'd have an extra parent watching him. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. I'm a 30-year-old man, and I've been dating this girl who's 27 for three years. We're raising our two-year-old son together. I was her first serious relationship in a while. Before me, she was just casually seeing people. She told me that she was pregnant very early on in our relationship, which I thought was odd, but she insisted that it was mine. My son looks nothing like me. I have brown hair and green eyes, and he has blonde hair and blue eyes. However, blonde hair and blue eyes does run in both my and my girlfriend's side of the family, so I figured that it was just genetics doing its thing. However, I still had a bit of doubt, so I got a paternity test without telling anybody, not even my girlfriend. It came back that I am not my son's biological dad. I was devastated, but I decided that I'm not going to say anything to anyone because realistically, it doesn't change much. I'm still his father. 
I've been here since before he was born up until now. I make enough money to comfortably support us both, so I'm not worried about child support or anything like that. I don't even know if my girlfriend deliberately tricked me. Maybe she genuinely thinks that he's mine. She may not even know who the biological father is, so I feel like bringing it up would just cause problems. OP, you don't know if your girlfriend deliberately tricked you. She just accidentally got knocked up by another man and forgot to mention it to you? Of course she's deceiving you, OP! I mean, maybe she cheated, maybe the pregnancy was before you guys even got together, but clearly she's trying to deceive you. Our next Reddit post is from Camera Guy. So, I'm a 25-year-old guy, and about two weeks ago, I matched with an 18-year-old girl. We hit it off in conversation, and I thought that things were going well, until we exchanged numbers. My first mistake here was not verifying her age, which was the biggest mistake of my life. She asked me for a selfie, which I gave, but it was just a normal photo of myself at my job. However, she sent me a not-safe-for-work photo, which I was immediately uncomfortable about, but the conversation kept going. That was mistake number two. We mostly talked about our favorite shows and our hobbies, and the conversation stayed clean. Fast forward two days later, when I get a call from a child protective agency asking about this same girl, who they revealed to be actually 15. I was, of course, at a loss for words. The mom wanted to press charges against me for going against the terms of service of the dating site, which is understandable. The dad, however, didn't want the cops involved, and we worked out a solution where I could help her pay for counseling, which I agreed to. It was a lot of money, and it took me a while to get it all to them, but after it was all transferred, I thought that I could forget all this. I was wrong. Fast forward to today, I get a call from the Child Protective Agency again and they tell me the girl's in critical condition and she attempted to take her own life. The agent then tells me that my name was put in the suicide note and that she said our secrets were safe with her. I was in the car when he told me this and I almost crashed. I didn't even know this girl and all of a sudden she put me in her suicide note? The agent then suggested that I call the dad. The dad was livid with me, and I was beyond confused. I was as well, and I explained to him that there were no secrets to her that I'd shared. I could tell that he wasn't having any of it. The only information that this girl and I exchanged were about movies and TV shows. He then said that he still doesn't want to go to the cops, but that he needs me to pay for her medical bills. I can't afford to give him any more money, and I'm beyond confused here because nothing like this has ever happened to me. As I said, I've been crying in my car for the past 10 minutes before writing this. I don't know what to do here because it was never my intention to do this because I was absolutely gullible enough to believe that she was 18. I want to tell my mom about this, but I'm afraid that she'll be angry with me. What do I do here? Alright, halfway through this story, I thought that this was just some fake Reddit user who was making a BS story in order to get karma. But, I mean, yeah, it is a fake story, just not the way that I thought. OP, you are clearly getting scammed here. This is, the, this is so obviously a scam. I briefly thought about not publishing the story because I try to avoid stories that are obviously fake, but I decided to leave it in because it gives you information about scams that are going on out there, so be careful everyone. Our next Reddit post is from Lonely Thoughts. My ex-boyfriend, Tyler, was very close to his female best friend, Lily. They're so close that people often think that they're dating. The effort that he put into my Valentine's gift was nothing compared to what he did for Lily's Palentine's gift. 
One day, a coworker of his confronted me for flirting with him when he has a girlfriend. I tried explaining to him that I was his girlfriend, but he didn't believe me. He didn't leave me alone until I showed him pictures of us on my phone. I've tried talking to Tyler several times about how this makes me feel, but he always brushes me off and said that Lily is like family to him and I'm being insecure. Our anniversary was coming up, and a travel agent friend of mine got me a good deal for a two-night stay at a resort about two and a half hours away. I booked it, and when I told Tyler, he seemed very excited. About a week before our trip, he came to ask me if he could go with Lily since she has a lot going on and she could use a pick-me-up. I was shocked and asked him if he would really rather spend our anniversary with another woman. He just got mad and called me a cruel, jealous witch and said that Lily really needed him right now. When I still told him no, he said that he didn't want to go at all, and he left. And we didn't talk for three days, so I took that as us officially breaking up. As I was crying to my best friend about the breakup and being unable to get my money back, she suggested that we go as friends. Well, fast forward to about an hour after we check in, and I get a call from the front desk saying someone was trying to check in under my reservation. When I went down to check, I saw Tyler and Lily. Tyler immediately stomped towards me and went off on me for taking the spot when Lily needed it more. And then Lily plopped down on a chair and started bawling her eyes out, saying, I just wanted a relaxing weekend to forget all that's happened to me. After a while of my ex screaming and her crying, security forced them to leave. The next time, <laughs> real shocker, the next day on social media, Tyler posted that he and Lily were officially together. Unfortunately for him, my friends and family are vengeful people. They all started commenting on his post with comments like, Isn't that your sister? Aren't you two related? And Sweet Home Alabama. He tried to deny the comments, but it was no use because the rumors already spread. It's been three months since then, and while nobody bothers them about their relationship anymore, it definitely ruined their reputation, and that makes me happy. Man, OP, your boyfriend was for sure cheating on you. I think that coworker was right. Your boyfriend did have another girlfriend. That was our slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.